This conversation is for the woman who is doing the damn thing, looking for the next best strategy, who is trying to do everything and burning herself out in the process, believing that this is the key to results. Hello, my dear, and welcome back to the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. This is episode 109, and I have a question for you, a really serious, let's be really freaking honest with ourselves question, okay? Are you ready? Are you overdoing it? Are you overdoing it? Are you overly attached to the results and therefore constantly looking to switch up the strategy because there's got to be a better way that works faster, quicker, and better? Listen, you're not alone. We've all been there, right? Where all of a sudden we have this deep-seated desire to have a whole lot more in our lives, more clients, more success, more sales, more money, all the things. And it's in our nature to look for the immediate and yes, I will say it quick fix to get there. Here's the thing. Do I believe in overnight success? I do. I've had some overnight success myself. But I also believe that the real sustainable long-term let's fucking go like big time success is a result of patience. It's a result of tried and true strategies that you're willing to stick with long enough to truly see the results. And it's a result of trust. Trust that everything that happens inside of your business is meant to be happening. Now, don't confuse this with sitting around doing nothing, hoping for results, because that's a completely different conversation. This conversation is for the woman who is doing the damn thing and might get a little sidetracked from time to time looking for the next best strategy. And to be honest with you, when I ask the question of overdoing, I'm also referring to the woman who is trying to do everything perfectly and burning herself out in the process, believing that this is the key to results. Now I get, we've had the conversation of burnout. We've almost surpassed it, right? At this point, I feel like people aren't talking about burnout anymore because we fixed that. We did that. We had the epidemic of burnout. We learned the signs. We changed it. We altered it. We're better now, except for, are we? Are we just that much better at hiding the fact that we're burning out because we should know better, quote, unquote, right? I know that's been me. I know that there's been situations where I recognize like, ah, mother hen, I'm in burnout again. And I almost don't want to admit it because I should know better. I should be able to prevent burnout by this point in my life, in my business, in my career, especially when I'm so old this morning, my daughter said to me, literal tears in her eyes. (laughs) She said, mommy, I don't want your hair to turn gray. Now, granted, I actually have not gotten gray hair yet. I attest this to my sperm donor father who didn't get gray hair for a very long time. I'm going to be 36 and I have yet to experience any form of gray hair. And I celebrate that fact because I've experienced a whole shitload of other aging things that I don't want to be dealing with. But my sweet daughter, for some reason, probably some freaking YouTube channel that she watched was very, very concerned that I was going to turn gray, (laughs) that I am getting old. And I am. And so sometimes the truth of the matter is at my age, with my experience, with how long I've been in business, I have those moments of, shouldn't I know better? But here's the thing. Without being willing to consciously and effortly and intentionally set aside time to look at ourselves and to ask really, really good questions, we do sort of forget. We forget. We fall into the trap of perfectionism. We fall into the trap of over 
task doing in our businesses, in our lives, doing things that we know other people could do, but believing for some reason, typically on an unconscious level, that we're the only people that can do it right. So we must be the ones to do it right? Taking on way too much at one time. We've all been there where we think all of a sudden omnipresence in our business means we need to be in every single platform doing it all. The repurposing queen on fire and yet it's not eliciting the results because it's not a long-term strategy. It's not a patient grounded strategy that's going to feel good for our nervous system and also is rooted in our belief that success is inevitable because yeah, belief matters. So the other day I was having a conversation with a client and a lot of this similar stuff was coming up and I was recognizing per our conversation that she was doing way, way too much in regard to her podcast, right? So we're talking about the things in her business and what she was doing. And she was mentioning all these different pieces that she's doing in her business. And I was like, why, why are you doing that? Why are you the one writing the show notes or editing the show notes or picking the videos that you're going to publish or basically listing off all the things? I'm like, why are you doing that? I don't do any of those things in my business. My literal zone of genius is to record the podcast and then hand it to other people who have different zones of genius who can do other things better than I can do them, quicker than I can do them, and more importantly, allowing me to be where I'm meant to be. And in full transparency, she was like, oh, I just, I don't know. I feel like it has to be me. I don't know if anybody else can do this. And I I said, well, of course they can't if you don't give them the opportunity. Of course they can't if you don't give them the opportunity. Okay, sorry for the interruption, but I've got something super, super juicy for you. Did you know that when you rate and review this podcast, you can get free access to my mini course, Focused? I'm not even kidding. Become more productive, more energized, and more focused without adding anything extra to your schedule. No extra time. Uh, who doesn't want that? All you have to do is screenshot your review and send it to me at Ash McDonald on Instagram, and I'll give you the link. It is as easy as that. And so we had this conversation on the last episode of the podcast of the importance of outsourcing, but I want to talk also about the importance of looking at yourself and what is going on in your brain and your business and your, your actions that is, is holding you back from the possibility that exists, the inevitable success that gets to be real for you if you're willing to accept it. Now, one of the questions that I asked her when she was also talking about just feeling like there's just too much and I don't know which direction to go and I want to be very, very, very successful. I want all these things to be very successful. And I basically said, okay, so let's take a moment. Let's just take a moment right here. And I want you to think about a time when you were feeling that success, when you felt like money was just rolling in, you weren't overdoing it, you weren't putting yourself in burnout, you weren't over-focused on results, but rather just really enjoying the ride. Have you had a time like that? Share it with me. And instantly she lights up. She can tell me exactly the time when this was happening, when she was enrolling a ton of clients, when her programs were filling at this beautiful, fast pace. Mind you, she has a ton of success right now, but day one of a launch can be an emotional time for us. And we sometimes do that to ourselves, right? Like all of a sudden we're like, I need new strategies. I need new things. I'm going to do everything myself because I'm the only person who can do it right. Right. And we forget that we know better. So I asked her this question. She lit up and she started to share about a time less than a year ago when she was feeling all of these things, when everything felt really successful, very exciting, very exhilarating. And, and she on her own basically said, I was so unattached to the results. I was just so deeply trusting that they were inevitable. And I smiled and I said, of course. So let's pull the codes. 
right? What do I mean by that? I mean, literally every experience that you have in your life is an experience that you, if you're willing and intentional about it, can track to learn from. Whether it's an extraordinary experience, whether it's a difficult experience, whether it's that last time that you hit burnout, all of these experiences get to be educational for you. Not things that place shame on what you should and shouldn't know at this point, but things you can look back on. So in this instance, I asked her, I encouraged her to look back on this moment, to pull the codes of her success. And she was like, I was barely working. Not surprised. I was so deeply grounded in the belief that like success was no matter what, like it just was going to happen because it's meant to happen. Of course, I was really focused on myself and what felt good and what made me feel good. And more importantly, I was really focused on writing because she's a beautiful writer and she loves writing, of course. And here and this moment, that's not the thing she was focused on. She was focused on doing everything, on controlling every factor of her business, of looking for the next best strategy to ensure that this launch went perfectly because she was craving some validation and some proof. And none of those things are bad. We've all been there. But rather than looking outward, the encouragement is always to look inward. And this is why it's important, not only that you're willing to do that when it's tough, but are you willing to take note of things when they're good? Are you journaling? Do you have a practice where you are actively exploring the things that are happening in your life at a deeper level to really understand why, what are the beliefs that you're carrying? What are the actions that you're taking? What is the experience that you're having? How much fun are you having? Who are you spending your time around? So if you're in one of those moments where everything feels like it's fucking working out and you feel amazing, document it. And if you're in one of those moments where you're like, Ugh, I want more, I want things to go better. I don't feel good. I want, I want, I want also totally. Okay. Rather than looking outward, what if you looked at yourself? What if you thought back to a time when things felt really, really good and asked yourself what was different? So this is a a conversation, an and conversation, a conversation around still bringing up the topic of burnout because who the fuck are we kidding? We're always going to be dealing with this if we're being honest. It's a conversation about letting go of control because the only way to avoid burnout is if you stop believing you have to do it all yourself. And it's a conversation about being willing to look to yourself for the codes, to actively practice a consistent documentation schedule, if you will. I'm journaling as much as I can more often now because I realized that I wanted to get back to my roots of journaling. And so I bought a new journal and that's always very exhilarating. But more importantly, I have a date with myself every single month where I essentially reflect on the past month, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. And I write it all down. And when there's really good, I'm literally actively looking for why did I have a ton of amazing sex with my husband that week? Awesome. That's a code. (laughs) Did I spend a lot of time outside? Did I work out consistently? Did I eat better? What made me feel better? and act better and do better and be better in these moments in order to be the energetic match for better. And same is true for the times where we need to take that radical responsibility and actively look at why we feel like shit, right? Which is why I bought the new journal because I realized there was a code and the code was journaling really supports me. 
it's a grounding experience every morning that supports me to get into my head and out of my body. And that sounds a little ass backwards, but sometimes it's important to really go inward and meet with the unconscious that exists inside and really discover like what the true thoughts are, what's really circulating in this big, beautiful brain of mine. I had this realization like that really served me. And for some reason I feel bored by the concept of journaling and I need something new. So I found myself a journal. It's called the inside and out journal. I believe better every day. I'm not an affiliate. I literally just got it, but it gives you a prompt every single day. And that prompt is just a really cool opportunity to get to know yourself. Right. So it's reflecting on memories. The last prompt that I had was like, what do you really need today? And it was like, why is that such a good question right now? So anyhow, be willing to adjust, be willing to look at yourself for the codes, be willing to set the tone for practices that allow you to document and be willing to admit that burnout is kind of a thing that's not going away. And we need to be willing and ready to navigate it, not to simply prevent it and then shame ourselves when it returns. It's like zits, you know, we're doing the best to make sure we don't have any more zits at the age of 36, but they're going to keep coming and we can't ignore them. We don't want to be the person with a giant white head in public. I mean, I don't. And I really, really want to pop people's zits when they're standing in front of me and they have a giant white head. (laughs) If we're being honest here, if we're being a little unhinged anyway, I love you. I love that you're here and I love who you are. So go be her and be a really, really cool fucking version of her. And I'll see you on the next episode.